When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's Saturday, April 13th. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. In this episode, we're going to recap the Astros' big 3-1 win over the Seattle Mariners. Eight wins in a row. Also, Jose Altuve hits another home run. Five games in a row with a home run and six home runs in the last Five games. So we're going to give you the scoring recap, give you the stats, and we'll tell you who is up next for the Astros. We'll give you the pitching matchups for tomorrow. We'll take a look at some scores. Then we'll give you the... I got one news item pertaining to the Astros. I'm a little behind. It actually came out Thursday. And uh, Mark Yu, he asked me a question the other day. Uh pertaining to Jordan Alvarez, so I've decided to answer that question on the podcast. And also, we have a message sent in from a listener of the podcast who is also a podcaster here on the Anchor app. Uh, Wilder, talk show, sports, and more. He sent in a message, and like I've said over and over again, you send a message in to me, and I will play it on the podcast. So we'll get to all of this exciting Astros stuff right after this. You are listening to Astros Baseball. Okay, so like I said, you send a message in, I will play it. So let's go ahead and play this message before we get to the recap of tonight's game Wilder Talk Show Sports and More Podcast. Let's see what he has to say. Astros Baseball, great show, great show, great show. I love it, I love it. I'm a big baseball fan, big baseball fan, big baseball fan. I'm a New York Mets fan, but I love baseball, period. You had the great Joe Morgan out there. You know what I'm saying? You had Jose Cruz, Nolan Ryan, Craig Biggio, Jeff Bagwell. I mean, J.R. Richard, you, the name, Phil Garner, you guys just go on and on with the baseball. Keep doing a great job what you guys are doing. Like I said, I love that Astros baseball. Love it. The Colts. Here we go. Here we go. Baseball. All right. Thank you for sending in that message. I appreciate you listening, and I appreciate your kind words. So let's get into this game. Justin Verlander versus King Felix Hernandez. Not... As great of a pitcher as he used to be, but he did actually have a decent night tonight. Uh, Let's go over the scoring. Top of the third, Robinson Chirinos. A solo home run gives the Astros a 1-0 lead. Then Michael Brantley singles in George Springer, and that makes it 2-0 after 
two and a half innings. Bottom of the fourth, Mitch Hanniger with a solo home run. That cuts the lead two to one. And then top of the fifth, Jose Altuve, solo home run, seventh home run of the year. Altuve homered five games in a row. That makes the score three to one. So you move on a little bit to the sixth inning. And Jake Marisnik, who I've been talking great about, and I was very happy to see him in the lineup, he made two unbelievable catches. So in the fifth, while Verlander was still out there, he made this beautiful catch that for sure, without a doubt, saved a run. So the Astros, I guess I'm not really jumping ahead, but they win the game 3-1. to one, And although Marisnik did nothing on offense, that catch right there saved a run. That made it 3-2. to two. And then in the seventh inning, Will Harris is in, and he makes another great play on a hit by Santana. So, after Vogelberg singles, here's another thing that happened to the Astros, beneficial. After Vogelbach, I guess that's his name, he singles, and the Astros get lucky. Beckham comes up and hits the ball to outfield, bounces over the fence, ground roll double, Vogelback is already rounding third, easily, easily would have scored, but luckily for the Astros, bounced over the fence, he wasn't able to score, and then, there, so there's runners on second and third with two outs, and then Will Harris gets Navarez to ground out. So Will Harris pitched that one inning, he gave up two hits and no runs, but he did get lucky with that Ground rule double, and because of the play, two plays actually by Jake Marisnik, one of them for sure saved a run, and the other one more than likely did too. So two great plays by Marisnik, and then one lucky play helped the Astros hold on to that 3-1 to one victory. So Presley pitched the eighth inning, no runs, no hits, one strikeout. Osuna comes in in the ninth. No runs, no hits, one strikeout. Picks up save number six. Astros win three to one. Altuve, two for four with a home run. Torinos, one for two with a walk and a home run. And Brantley, one for four with an RBI. Those were your three heroes that got RBIs. Jake Marisnik, like I said, he went 0 for three. I was bragging about him having a 391 batting average. It actually dropped to 346 after tonight. But I don't know if we would have started someone else and Springer was in center field, if he would have made those catches. I do not know. So, like I said, he went over three, but he was as big of a hero as anyone else on the team. Justin Verlander. Where did I write his stats at? Six innings, two hits, one run, no walks, and 11 strikeouts. So Verlander was a hero. Altuve, Chirinos, Brantley, Jake Marisnik. And let me tell you this. I've decided to do this. I don't know if it's the 
winning streak that has flushed out the negativity in me, but I do not feel the need to have a goat anymore. However, if I did, it could have possibly been Alex Bregman. His first game back, he missed two games. I don't know if the injury is affecting him, but he went 0 for 4 with a strikeout. His first game back. So the Astros, three runs on six hits. So not a whole lot of hits. And Seattle, one run on four hits. Astros go to 10 and 5. Seattle goes to 13 and 4. It was a week ago that it looked like it was going to take forever for the Astros to catch the Mariners. And now they are very close. Their records look very close. So who's up next for the Astros? Uh, April 19th to the 21st, they go to Texas again to play the Rangers. And they are playing better now than they were then. But who knows what's going to happen. It doesn't matter how good the Astros are playing when they play the Rangers. You never know what's going to happen. And then the road trip will end and they will come back home on Monday the 22nd for a three-game series against the Minnesota Twins and Mauro Gonzalez, his homecoming. So Sunday, tomorrow's game will be at 4.10. Luckily for us, it is later in the afternoon. And when I say us, I mean me. Uh, I have a function at work. We have a baseball game to go to at 2 o'clock. And I highly doubt we'll stay for the whole thing. I'd like to be home by 4 to watch the Astros. And also, it's pretty hot. It's pretty hot here to watch a game. Uh, so, Garrett Cole, 0 for 2, 0 and 2 so far in the season. No wins. He's winless in three starts. He's pitched at least six innings. The last game, he pitched seven. He gave up three runs to the Yankees. He has a 3.32 ERA. And you compare that to Marco Gonzalez, who was the exact opposite, 4-0. and And his ERA is not too much better at 3.16. Uh, he's pitched against the Astros twice. He's 0-2 with a 12.91 ERA. I know I've said this before, but maybe you might have forgot. I'm just reminding you so you can be ready for tomorrow's game. So in the AL West, Texas was lined up to play Oakland. That game was rained out. The Angels defeat the Cubs 6-5. They are now 8-7. The Boston Red Sox lose to the Orioles, and they are now 5-10. I don't know if they're ever going to pull out of the funk. I'm not sure what's going on there. And uh, I don't know. So the Twins won today, so I was curious to see if Marwin Gonzalez did anything. And uh, he went 0 for 4 with two strikeouts. His batting average is 110. So if you look at his stats, and then you look at what Diaz has done since he hit that home run against Oakland, I think maybe the anger that the fans have for losing Marwin may be withering away. I know I was someone that respected Marvin Gonzalez for his contributions to the team. He was a big, huge part of us winning the World Series. 
But last year, he just wasn't that great of a player. He wasn't, uh, I don't think he was worth what they were asking. And I know it wasn't what he ended up uh, taking with Minnesota. And that's, I mean, I think if it would have been 11, I think the Astros probably would have signed him. But I think he wanted more than that. I think they overestimated his value. And it looks like the Astros were right, right in their evaluation. He's not doing very good at all. So some more news for the Astros. This happened Thursday. And he hasn't pitched yet, so you haven't even noticed it. But Framber Valdez optioned to AAA. Raymond Gujuan called up to pitch for the Astros. This is the scenario that I picked coming out of spring training. However, I was wrong, but looks like I was just a couple of weeks wrong. So the one thing I want to talk about now is Mark Yu. And this is one thing I always tell Mark. He'll text me and tell me something he heard on another podcast or he read somewhere. And we go back and forth. What do you think about this? I think this. Okay, you know, back and forth. And, I'm, and I always tell him. I said, dude, we just had a podcast right there. So that's what gave me the idea to go ahead and share with you my thoughts of what he actually was asking me. So... Jordan Alvarez, he is the Astros' number three overall prospect. Uh, He's up in AAA, and he is tearing it up. He did good in spring training. It carried over to AAA. He's getting a lot of attention. I had mentioned a couple of podcasts ago about him hitting some home runs. I can't really remember the exact thing that happened. So... What was brought up in the podcast that Mark asked me my opinion about, they were talking about if he continues tearing things up in AAA and Josh Reddick starts to falter, his batting average starts dipping down into the low 200s, the question they were debating on the show is would you get rid of Josh Reddick and bring him up? And so my first answer to Mark was those stats are good, but those are AAA stats. That doesn't mean he can do it in Major League Baseball. So I brought up Kyle Tucker. This guy was hitting like 360 in AAA. Hitting home runs almost every day. They call him up here, and he can barely hit 120. So, and I'm not saying he's going to be horrible forever, and I'm not saying these guys aren't going to end up being on the team. But what I'm trying to say is you're not going to give up someone like Josh Reddick to call someone up. It's just not going to happen. So, Alvarez, eight games so far, 346 batting average, five home runs, 10 RBIs. So, if I was the GM, if I had to think about it, I may underestimate the value of Josh Reddick to our team. 
I do think he is an important part. We don't know as fans how important he is in the locker room. We don't know how important he is in the dugout. We don't know all this stuff. Apparently, they all get along great and they have great chemistry. But I'm talking as far as like an Adrian, what's his name? Uh, Beltron. How important he was to the Astros, even though he really didn't play well. So I don't know how important Reddick is, but they're not going to trade him to call someone up. The thing that I would be, the thing that I would think would be more realistic, and I was actually thinking about writing a story about this earlier. You have Tyler White and Tony Kemp. Neither one of them playing very well at all. Both of them on their last leg. They're both no more options. The story I was going to write today was about if we end up going back to 12 position players and add that extra pitcher, one of these guys have to go. Jake Marisnik, Tyler White, or Tony Kemp, one of them have to go. And the way Marisnik was playing, the way he played tonight, there's no way it's him. No way at all. So it's got to be one of these guys. Tyler White, I think he's batting 250. He doesn't have a home run. He doesn't have an RBI. Tony Kemp, I can't believe Tony Kemp is hitting 182. Out of all three of those guys, preseason, I'm not sure if I said this or whatever, I would have taken Kemp out of all three of those guys. And now... I might say Tony Kemp, probably the guy that I would get rid of. Him or Tyler White. I do not like Tyler White. So, it, you know, personally, it would be him. But I would say if you're going to call someone up, you're not going to lose a veteran like Josh Reddick. You know, you're going to get rid of one of these guys that are struggling. So it's not going to happen, in my opinion. That's not something that would happen. I don't even... Kyle Tucker has already been called up. So I know there's some kind of limit. And like the clock got started when he got called up. So I would expect Kyle Tucker to get called up before Alvarez. However, I don't really know everything that goes on. And I don't know the rules. And I don't know all of that stuff. Just a fan like the rest of you. But that thing right there, I don't think it's going to happen. Um... Not at all. Well, that's it, folks. That's it for this podcast. I do appreciate y'all listening. Uh, No more entries. I guess nobody wants that book. I believe we're still at four people trying to win Astro Ball. The New Way to Win It All by Ben Ryder. It's an awesome book, folks. Put your name in the hat. Send me your name on Twitter at Astros Podcast or at Rob Fontenot. One thing I wanted to add, if you're interested, I talked to some people and I applied to do some writing. I wanted to get into that, uh, do some writing for Fansided, Climbing Tall's Hill. So I went through the process and you actually have to fill out an application. You have to submit uh, some writings that you've done to them. And then you actually have to take some online classes that aren't very hard, but it's more like an orientation. And this morning, 
I wrote my first story and it is on there. I shared the link on Twitter if you want to find it and check it out. But like, so what I'm saying is you look for me here on the podcast and also look for me on Fansided, Climbing Tall's Hill. I'll, every time I write a story that gets published, I will share it on Twitter. So it'll be there for your reading enjoyment. Anyway, for sure now, that's it. I do appreciate all of you for listening. And we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.